Hey guys, it's your girl Booney, and you're listening to episode 179 of the Booney Breakdown Podcast, your source for all things responsible and ratchet. Support for today's episode comes from Dame Products, a sexual wellness brand with a primary goal of closing the pleasure gap. I personally love the versatility of the products, guys. If it says it's a G-spot vibrator, you can even use it on your clit too. There are so many great options with this brand. And as a Booney Breakdown listener, you can receive 10% off your purchase by using the code Booney, all caps. Details on how to purchase can be found in the show notes and on the BooneyBreakdown.com. All right, guys, welcome to this week's episode. I am super excited for this episode because I believe this week's guest is a trailblazer, first of its kind here on the Booney Breakdown podcast. It is the first time I'm having a male guest, a solo male guest on here that is not our problematic fave, Brian, and not the homie KG. So this week, our guest is none other than Orlando Roy. He's a digital creator and a co-host of the Hard and Soft podcast. Uh, We have him on for a dope, dope, dope conversation about male pleasure, sexuality, how to navigate the use of sex toys with your partner, ladies. Orlando gives all of the tips. Also, I have to make this caveat. We recorded this on video, okay? And so if you're in Patreon gang, or if you're not in Patreon gang and you want to join, you could do so now because I'll be dropping the video of this episode over on Patreon. But the energy of Orlando oozes through the screen. You know, big dig energy. He's got it. <laughs> so you want to stick around for that conversation. All right, we're going to hop into my pick of the week. This week, it's an easy one. Fucking holiday weekends. And you know, the only holidays that matter to me are your birthday and holidays that you get time off from work. I don't give a fuck about Easter. I don't get time off. <laughs> So shout out to the holiday weekend, even though the weather was trash as fuck most of the weekend. Um, I was a little sick under the weather, so it actually worked out. So I didn't have FOMO like I was missing anything. But shout out to the three day weekends. Fourth of July, you're up next. And I can't wait for my day off. All right. We have a lot of housekeeping um, this episode. So we're going to try to get through this very quickly so we can get into the episode and conversation with Orlando. If you are listening and you've been sticking around, if this, wait a minute, let's back this up. If this is your first time listening to the Booney Breakdown podcast, welcome. I hope you stick around. I hope you go hit the subscribe button. Um, follow our podcast. Um, we have a good time here. Responsible and Ratchet and I call my crew the Ratcheteer Gang. They named themselves. I didn't come up with the name. <laughs> also, there are four episodes left in season nine of the podcast. That's right. Just four more episodes and then we'll be wrapping up. I still have not picked a date yet for season 10. I don't want to commit just yet, but the date for season 10 will be dropping soon. All right. Uh, so also feedback from last week's episode with KG. Someone said, Booney, I was going to yell at you. I could not believe that you were going to go a whole season without having our responsible fave on. Yep. Brian's problematic. KG is responsible. I love having uh, your energy in your episodes with KG. It's so funny how responsible he is. (laughs) So KG, they love you. They would have beat me up if I did not have you on. So thank you guys for listening. If you have not listened, you can head on back and listen to last week's episode. Also this week, another Patreon highlight. If you are a part of Patreon gang this week, we have on Thursday, June 3rd, we have our first Thursday's live event. We are going to have a cocktails and conversations with Erica of the Brown Girl Experience. 
If you did not know, she's been on this podcast before. She did my Philadelphia live show, um, but she also develops and creates games. So she's going to be having leading us through a little activity. It's for grown folks. She didn't put that caveat on there. So if you have not joined Patreon, here's another reason for you to join our Patreon. You can head on over to patreon.com backslash the Booney Breakdown. But again, only the six and fifth. The $6 and $15 levels are invited to the monthly live events. All right. So get your drink. We're going to be on there Thursday, June 3rd at 9 p.m. Eastern time. We go about 90 minutes each time. Sometimes they go longer depending on how the drink's flowing, how the conversation's going. But head on over to Patreon. Sign up. Can't wait to see you guys there. Also, last week, I was a guest on two different podcasts. You could have catched me on the Turn On podcast. Love the name, love the aesthetic, love everything about that podcast. Um, Erica and Kenra had me on. I was a guest there. I was also a guest on Sensible Sex with Dr. Windasha. Um, Love her podcast as well. She was a guest on my podcast. um, So it was really great. I love doing guest podcast spots. It's always great to be on the other side of the microphone and just show up and talk my shit. So if you want a triple dose of Boonie this week. You can listen to this episode and then listen to both of those. I will link them in the show notes. Also, if this is your first time here again, like I said, welcome. You can follow us on social media at the Boonie Breakdown on Facebook and Instagram. Instagram, I'm the most active. We have a lot of fun over there. We have Would You Rather Wednesdays. We have Talk to Boonie Tuesdays. It's a whole lot of shit happening over on Instagram. So you can follow us there. Also, I want to say too, Instagram is back flagging me for shit. So if you do not follow the backup page, our backup page is at Boonie Breakdown on Instagram. So go ahead and follow that if for any reason I wake up and Instagram yanks my shit away. <laughs> also, you can follow us on Twitter at Boonie Breakdown. We're on TikTok at the Boonie Breakdown. Anyway, just type in Boonie Breakdown. You will find us if we are there. Also, you, if you listen in the purple app on any Apple device. So that's iPhone, iPads, iPods, MacBooks. Um, You can leave us a glorious, amazing five-star review. We love you long time for those. We got a great review this week um, from Miss Web 80. She said, thanks, coworker, five stars. Thanks for keeping me company in the office and making the time pass by. Love the variety of topics and keeping it real. I must admit, I routinely burst out loud into laughter at times, LOL. So, hey, girl, I'm glad I could be your coworker and get you through the days at work. Thank you for leaving us a five-star review. So I look forward to reading you guys' dope five-star reviews as well. Again, over in the Apple Podcast app, if you're a Droid listener, like I want to leave a review too, you can head on over to our Facebook page as well and leave us an amazing five-star review. I think I got through all of that. the quickest I could I did not want to spend 15 minutes before the episode and the conversation with Orlando so now I'm gonna shut the fuck up and let's get ready to break it down All right, guys, it's your girl, Boonie. I'm excited for this week's episode, and I have to give a shout out to the homie Sheikah that everybody loves, because she put me onto this guy's podcast, and I fell in love with him and his co-host, so I would like oh. to welcome Orlando to the Boonie Breakdown. Hey, love. Hey, love. Thank you. Thank you for falling in love with me. I mean, you guys are so likable, and you know, 
your yeah. your 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 partner in crime Tahoe. Mm-hmm. Um, he just answered a DM for me this morning that mm-hmm. he's gonna fucking come on my podcast. So hey. look, I got both of you guys. There you go. Not and- in a spicy way, but I got both of you. <laughs> 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 look, she could know me bassus. <laughs> <laughs> so you are the first guy that I'm having on my podcast that's not one of my homies. I normally only have black women. That's good. Let Tahoe know that I came here first. <laughs> you did it first. <laughs> um, so I want to start because people aren't familiar with you. You co-host a podcast, Hard or Soft Podcast. What I love about it, it's two black men doing a sex positive podcast, which mm-hmm. I feel like is like an untapped space. So kudos to y'all. Yeah. Um, a lot of a lot of I feel like a lot of men um try to uh, come into that space and they kind of fall short, um, whether they're closed minded or toxic or um, they just, again, toxic <laughs> <laughs> or they just can't find a connection with their audience. Um, and I think that's what makes me and Tahoe like so special and so different. We're able to um, cover all three bases and we're we're very relatable to a lot of people um, and even the people that. I don't I feel like we may not be relatable to we are someone that like is a goal like I want to be like them not necessarily them but like mm-hmm. I want to be as open as them or I want to be as thoughtful as them and yeah so that's that's why I really enjoy our podcast in itself no I agree and I think my first introduction I want to say you guys were on horrible decisions yeah Shout out to Mandy and Weezy. Yeah, I think you guys were on there. And it's funny because as a podcast, I try not to listen to the big podcast too much because I don't want osmosis. It's People are like, oh, you're following them. So I try not to. But mm-hmm. I remember Sheika was like, you got to listen to this one. All right, Sheika, I'll listen. And I was like, you know what? I like them. Mm-hmm. And so I did start following the podcast after that. So that's great you know you guys do a good job so how did you become so sex positive because i feel like black men first of all they think they're freaks they think they're sex positive and they're really not but i feel you you walk the walk so how did you get there so actually um the for me to be the this sex positive the sex part of it isn't like the um it's not it's not the first or it's not the first thing for me it's actually that i'm actually very curious and Mm -hmm. i'm actually very open-minded so i'm actually curious and open-minded about a lot of things just about everything in my life is this that i'm also very sexual and then when you mix the curious and the open-minded part it just makes me seem like i'm more sexual than i really am but it's really just curiosity like i'm willing to go there and wonder like oh what's that gonna like What's going to happen if I do this? <laughs> it's the same way, like, if I do if I do drugs. So I've been, um, I've done shrooms. How was, was that like, experience? Oh, shrooms is amazing. I just had a shroom trip last night. It was amazing. I, I was saw looking your at Insta my, story. Uh, it was <laughs> Stalking. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I was looking at my phone and my phone started to look like cartoonish. And um, the the blue lights, like, really started to, like, stick out. Um I started to see like little mini fireworks around my keypad. It was an amazing trip. I, I just cuddled up in my bed. I let it go <laughs> and I had an amazing time. But that just goes to show like it that's me and everything. The, okay. um, I always try to find like the most efficient way to do things. I always try to find 
um, the best way to go about things, the most genuine or organic way to do things. So it's actually the fact that, like I said, I'm curious and open-minded that makes my sexual experience that much better. I love that. I recently just, I always be sharing my own business, but I recently was just talking to someone and I was like, our next rendezvous, I want to lead. Mm -hmm. And it was like, what do you mean by lead? And I'm like, so here, let me, let me baby step. Mm. So I'm like, oh, well, let me, let's start with a blindfold. Whoa. And I'm like, whoa, is the response to a blindfold? Like Mm. my nigga. (laughs) So openness. Mm-hmm. Go star there because so many men they swear and mm-hmm. I'm generalizing I know go ahead and do it but like I feel like so many black men are like yeah I'm down I'm freak and you do one thing that's not their normal sexual yeah. activity and it's like whoa stop hard yeah. stop yeah and it's like I I understand it because we haven't um, been put in a lot of positions to be open and it's been a lot of like um judgment when it comes to like exploring their sexuality but once we realize and once we're um yeah once we realize that there's so many other people that are just like you and you're not the weird and odd one out Mm -hmm. i feel like people start to become um more accepting of doing a lot of things because that's what a lot of times we'll get a bunch of dms or emails that'll say like you know it's it's great to just know like there are people like like me. So uh, I think I think yeah, we just we just have to put black men in a space to feel comfortable and open to explore these spaces. Okay, so what's a concrete way someone can do that with their partner? Like they want to try new things, mm-hmm. their man's like, uh like mm-hmm. what's one little thing they can do to kind of create that space? Um, other than communication, I would say you have to you have to adhere to their pride like so black men are like very prideful so and egotistical so you have (laughs) to make it seem like what we're doing is going to stroke your ego like if we do this you're going to probably be the best partner i ever had because nobody's ever done this with me before like you're going to be the first like it's something that's going to like stroke their ego and make them feel like Oh word, yeah, I'm putting it down like that. <laughs> I think I think other than communication, like that's one of the best ways to go about it. At least I know that's something that would like turn me on and make me want to be like, hmm, you know what? All right, if that's how it's gonna be, like yeah, do it. I know one time this girl told me, I think she wanted to put a finger in my ass, something like that. And I was like, I, I don't know, I don't think um women are really good at it. I was like, I don't think women are really good at finger popping. And she goes, But you're gonna enjoy it. I was like, I am. Okay. <laughs> I am. If you say I'm gonna enjoy, enjoy it, then sure. Oh my gosh, let's do it. So, like, all right, that's all it took for you to get a finger in your butt. Because I feel like that's another one. Feel like most Black women feel like they would be attacked or harmed if they tried, mm-hmm. even though it would bring so much pleasure. Yeah, I mean, to be honest with you, I still don't think Black. I don't think women are good at finger popping. Why? So. I don't I don't know why. I don't know why y'all just I didn't know if you just had like a study, you did a sample (laughs) size or some shit. (laughs) No, I feel like when it comes to that, like so when it comes to a man's ass, like there's an emasculating feeling um right there. And then when a lot of women want to do it, they want to do it because they feel like now they're dominant and there's like 
um, a power switch or a power dynamic that comes with it. And it's like, that's not what makes it like pleasurable. So if you're coming into this, like, you don't want me to feel emasculated about it, but you're in an emasculated mindset while doing it. So other than that, sometimes women could just be too rough. And then there's nails. It's just like, there's a lot of factors that. I think nails, you know, I always say I'm jealous of bad bitches who can do long nails. That's just not. That's yeah. not my wheelhouse, but I would be fearful of somebody with some stiletto ass nails trying to put their fingers in my booty. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. with you. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So that's um that's a few of the reasons, but it's not to say that it can't happen. I feel like um when it comes to the ass, even with um me putting my fingers in like women's asses, it's not about going in and out. Like it's not the vagina. It's not meant to be in and out motion. I just like to go in there and just hold and just like put it's pressure. Fullness. Like, yes. Yes, exactly. So it's not about going in and out. It's like, that's what a dick is for. Yeah, I feel like the booty just, you know, it's been getting a lot of attention recently. And I even feel like, to your point, I get listener, a lot of people asking about pegging. And I'm like, that's not something I'm interested in or have I done. So I don't know what to tell you. Um, <laughs> but uh, which, go ahead. I was going to say, and that's the pegging is another one where women just want to feel like they're dominating somebody. It's like, so are you doing it for their pleasure or do you just want to feel like, oh, my gosh, I've been dominated for so long. Now I want to be dominant because when it comes to black men, that's not is what's going to make us. That's not that's not what's going to make us feel not make you sexy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I get it. But it's it's just like, when did that fascination come with? Um, but on the reverse side, I don't mind. Um, but play. It's like you said, as long as we talk it out and we do it, it's not something I enjoy with everybody. So yeah. it's not on the menu with everybody. Um, but I also think that's another thing that people just get so tied up in. I know how to do this very well. And so it's going to go very well on everyone that I do it with. <laughs> and that's exactly. not the case at all. Not at all. Not at all. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I just feel like the butt is like big on the menu this, these days. And it's not as taboo as it used to be. I mean, I get it. I get why. Because it's like, yeah, it's not as taboo. And um, but we're still working with it. But I mean, I'm the type of person where I like to utilize the whole body. Like there's so many different places on your body that you can um, touch, um, lick, kiss to make your experience like so pleasurable. Like Funny enough, the butt isn't even the, the place that's like my go-to. It's more so feet for me. Oh. Mm-hmm. I love sucking toes. It's just so much fun. You look like <laughs> a nasty nigga who sucks toes. <laughs> See, you look at, if you watching the video on Patreon, you saw the tongue and everything. Um, you know, oh, so th- okay, I'm just going to go here. Mm-hmm. So your dick is curved. Which way does it curve? To the left. Ah, to the left. So <laughs> how... <laughs> how does that work on anal that is a good question um it's an adjustment i've found that is different for different people okay um, so it's not just the curve it's just like the thickness also so because there's a curve, it just feels like it's actually wider than it is. It's already wider in itself, and it just feels like it's wider. Talk than your it shit. So, <laughs> when it comes to anal, I'm usually around like a quarter to like halfway in. Sometimes like three quarters in. Um, and it's tap out. Yeah, going balls deep like during anal, like that's with a 
curve to the the laugh. Yeah, like it, th- that's a lot to deal with. I mean, I've had someone, <laughs> I've had someone that was like that's done it, and even I was shocked. But um, yeah, it's more so about I'm I, I'm usually around like halfway in. I don't necessarily like go balls deep, and I also still have to take my time. So like without the curve, it would have been a lot. But with the curve, it's just like whew. yeah, I could not. Uh, th- trying to process that myself and Mm -hmm. um yeah I don't even know how I would facilitate that (laughs) because that's always my thing if we're gonna try that then all right you gotta listen to me and I'll give you the cue where you can go at it yeah but as we're entering you gotta take my cues from me and that one would be hard to maneuver I gotta admit yeah it's an adjustment like anal takes so much patience and sometimes like when you're in there and then you get to a certain point and it feels good, like you don't want to stop, but you have to, because you have to worry about like the person that you're fucking. And it just takes so much patience that sometimes like I really have to be in a mood of, um, and have the time to, um, so we can like do anal. Cause like when, yes. you, when it feels good, like you don't want to stop. Like you want to <laughs> continue your strokes. You want to, you're in the groove, you're in the zone. So it's the fullness of it. Um, it's just a different pressure. And it's a, I always tell people like, try it. Um, I know women are so scared and it's so scary, Mm -hmm. but if you just talk it through and, and relax, you can't be like, (laughs) yeah, you can't be tense. You really got to just like sit there. You just have to be relaxed. So if you need to take an edible, take an edible. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever you can, but there's, there's like ways, ways to anal train. I think anal train is actually the best way to go about it. And, if um, I could do it again, I would do that. Um, yeah. Yeah. yeah I just went balls to the wall. Um, we figured Crazy. it out Crazy. along the way. <laughs> and it was not a small piece of meat. So I'm going to pat myself on the back. But <laughs> but yeah, if I could do it over, I would definitely recommend that to people. Yeah. I had a sub um, who wanted to try anal um, with her partner. And I helped her like um i gave her some tips on what to do in about like a week and a half she was ready to go so you don't even take that long a week and a half that's it yeah and she didn't even go through like the full process and she was still like already ready to go so yeah just take some time yes okay so tell me i'm getting all in your business Mm -hmm. what's your favorite sexual position my favorite sexual position has to be her laying down flat on her stomach Mm mm-hmm Easily. I feel like that's a lot of men's like um, favorite sex position also. But um, it's because like I get full like entry to you. Like there's nothing in the way. It's, and it, it just feels amazing. That's actually my go-to position to nut. Um, if it's taking a while and I know it's like I want to nut, that's like the go-to position to go um, to use. Um, if not that, it would be her on her side. Okay. Like me, like in regular missionary, if I was in, as if I was in my regular missionary and her on her side, that would be because of the curve. Now I'm hitting like her spot and I'm able to like grab titties. I'm going to kiss her. I love the way like the thigh and the ass looks like that's right there. I can grab it and just come on visual open. Like it's, I see it. Yes. (laughs) Her on her side. Now I need to have sex. <laughs> Listen, I'm sitting here like <laughs> text, text, text. Um, 
Yeah, I don't know. I was actually shocked because I feel like so you said, I mean, land on the stomach. I thought you were going to say doggy because I feel like that is like the go to fave for so many. Yeah, doggy is cool. It's just, I, I don't know. I get, I get bored of doggy, doggy um, pretty quickly. Really? Yeah, it's, it's dope. But the thing about like, <laughs> uh, her stomach on her side, like there's so many different like variations like I can do. There's different variations in doggy also. But when she's on her side, then I can maneuver like her legs. I can put a pillow under her. Like there's just so many like different angles I can use. Um, doggy might not be my favorite, but like when we're both standing up, and like I push her against the wall or like we're both standing up and I'm in her. It's just like that. That's what gets me because it's just so doggy. I feel like it's more rough, but mm-hmm. standing up is, could be rough and intimate because we can kiss. I, I was just about to say, it seems like you enjoy a more intimate approach. Yeah, <laughs> it's so, your whole aura. I can feel it. It's coming through the screen. <laughs> I feel it. Is it. so she standing up and on her tippy toe and like the dick is in her and I could put my one hand under and grab her titties. The other hand is like grabbing her neck, um, kissing on her um, cheek, neck, and just, we're just making out while it's all in you. And then I could push you up against the wall. Like, and our bodies, like my chest and stomach is on your back. Like it's. Do you write erotica? I actually do. Yeah, I, I could tell. It. Yeah, I write it for our Patreon. <laughs> so yeah that's that's actually been a lot of fun um just exploring that because i i used to enjoy writing when i was a kid um actually in the eighth grade i was supposed to write a sequel to a raisin in the sun and my sequel story i was 14 years old and my story had like a sex scene in it <laughs> so i, I thought you were to say you were in eighth grade and you were writing erotica <laughs> Yeah. Well, that was actually my first time trying to write erotica um, as that scene. as a story. And and it was in that scene. And I was a kid and I was like, Fuck, I'm going to try and see like how it goes. Submitted it in everything. With, that like, is bold. Most boldness and pride. I submitted <laughs> that. Way I got a big ass fucking red zero. But that was my first time ever writing um, some type of erotic like scene. I and, appreciate that you submitted it. Like, yeah. <laughs> What like, oh, fuck? this is going to be fine. Like, I'm, not, I'm definitely not going to get in trouble for this. But yeah, so. But like, uh, how detailed was it in eighth grade? <laughs> I was talking about like, um, I was describing like kissing on her neck and that his tongue traveled from her neck down her down to her chest and his um swirled around her nipples. Were you a virgin then? No, actually, oh, okay. I lost my virginity when I was like nine years old. Shit. Yeah. To an older woman? No, she was like 13. Okay. But it's like 12, 13 or something like that. Yeah. So you've been fucking since you were nine? I've been Did you ever have a break? No, I've been fucking since I was like 13. I lost it when I was nine. I was like, I mean, who really knows what they're doing? But I was yeah, just Yeah, like, I was going to ask that next. Yeah, like I said, I was just like so curious. So I was like, oh, what happens when this goes here? And then when I really like, when I really like had sex, had sex and really came, I was like 13 years old. And then since then, you know, you're not really having a lot of sex at 13. It's just sporadic. And then when I really got like to high school, like 15 years old, then I was just like, and oh, a two year break. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> More consistent then. And then once like after 
um yeah after high school my senior year to like after high school it was just like easy breezy i've never had a problem like having sex i think it's your aura it's the confidence you have yeah you clearly know you have a nice dick so yes it's so I'm, funny because that's the one clip of kevin samuels that i will agree with mm-hmm. i don't know if you saw the one where he's talking to the guy he's like but do you, you have, have a big dick? do you have a big dick and he's like well like, maybe oh, he's like, no, he's like, nigga, no, you know no, you because if you have a big, if you have a big dick, you know you got a big dick. There is no if, ands, or buts. I actually found out when I had a big dick. Um, I actually found out I had a big dick in the eighth grade because <laughs> um, how I wasn't. This, too sure. How did this come about? A lot so happened like, for you in the eighth grade, <laughs> right? No, and funny enough, I went to this school called Philippa Schuyler in Brooklyn. Okay, and it's really one of like one of the more like well-known like junior high schools. Um, and in that school, I was by my like friend's house and we were being a little fast asses and had some girls over and shit like that. <laughs> so I ha- apparently from like the seventh to the eighth grade, or I don't know when it happened, but my dick grew. And so not your feet, not your arms, <laughs> not but I noticed my dick grew. So I was like, I wonder, like, is this like. A good size. I told this girl, like, yo, come on, come here, come here. So she comes over and they're like, I was like, yo, look at this. And she looked down, she goes, oh! and she screamed. And it was everybody was just like, what the fuck was wrong? And she called this other girl over and she was like, Oh my God, like, look at it. <laughs> and she looked and they were like, yo, they were like, it's so big. I was like, all right. <laughs> all right. <laughs> well, thank you, ladies. That is hilarious. <laughs> That's how I found out I had a big, I had a big dick, and then as and it's time, been confirmed since then. Yep. There it, we it, go. It, I feel like eighth grade was a pivotal time in your life for you. Oh, uh, yo, it definitely was. It was definitely like life changing. It, it really set the foundation for me. To okay. Be who I so am now. You learned your erotica skills. You learned you had a big dick. What's the other third fun fact about eighth grade for you? <laughs> um, it's not. It's actually not even sexual. I okay. learned that. Um, I actually learned how to manipulate like the school system. Okay. So I can have, um, I can manage having fun and passing my classes. <laughs> and I just kept that same. So basically I learned work smart, not hard. That's actually what I learned in the eighth grade. And I was like, because the way like the grading system was, I was like, okay, if, if I do this amount of work, I'll get this amount of, um, I'll average this amount, um, with my grades. Mm-hmm. And then by the end of the school year, I'll have, I'll have done, I'd have done enough to, um, pass. I don't really need to do nothing else to pass. Like, <laughs> whether I'm getting a 98 or a 78, I'm getting the same diploma as everybody else in junior high school. And then I just kept applying it and, you know, a little bit of editing it so I can, get um to a certain point in life to where i'm successful but that's all i did i just kept working smarter and not harder and i always hated the finesse learn it in eighth grade basically and i love learning i just hated i just hated school i hated like the school system of like you have to sit down and listen and basically remember things and then just repeat what you remember i don't really feel like that's learning to me and um once i applied like working smarter not harder like I've gone so much further than just like bust without busting my ass. And to this very day, 
I still, I actually have a job that pays me more than I actually work. That is always the key to life. Exactly. And that's, yeah, I, mm-hmm. I like it. Um, so this episode is airing on the last day of May, which is national masturbation month. One of my favorite things to do. All right. Check. Um, how often do you masturbate? Um, well, I got a fucked up thumb, so I might not be masturbating for a while. <laughs> do you you don't switch hands? Do you have a yeah, bigger I'm hand? Um, okay. Well, not with masturbating, I'm an ambidextrous. <laughs> <laughs> um, it depends. On a busy day, I'll try to get in like one out, at least one um per day. But if it's a day when I ain't doing nothing, I'm just in the crib and I'm just chilling, I can masturbate up to like five, six times a day. And it will not be a problem. Um, I also enjoy masturbating after sex. Okay, I was going to bring this up because I remember what you guessed it on somebody's podcast and you said that. And I was so like, wait, 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 wait. Because I think as women, mm-hmm. I would take that some kind, I would internalize that. Like, did I not do? Did he just fake it? What's going on here? Oh, no. I, um, I masturbate with the thought of the sex we just had. Okay. Yeah, so I'm actually reliving like the intercourse. The imagination that quick. I'm running it through my mind and I'm masturbating with the thought of whatever we were doing during sex. So if it's somebody you're with and you don't do that afterwards, is that a sign that it was bad? No, I do it all the time. Every single time. Mm -hmm. That is like. Yeah, I don't I might not do it like right after, but when I get a moment to like to myself, boom. So do you <laughs> masturbate before? Um, I try not to because it's, okay. I've always been the type to where it takes me long to nut. Um, so I know like if I masturbate before, it's gonna even take even longer, and sometimes I could get like really desensitized. So I'll masturbate. Um, I- I'll try not to masturbate before I have sex, but for most part, I mean, it doesn't take me. I mean, it takes me a while to nut anyway, so I don't even need to masturbate before sex. That's always a good problem, too. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm still stuck on the afterwards. Even when it's like I'm drained. Like you said, you have to take a minute, but you you have to do it. Um, It's more of a want to. I don't have a to. want I, to. I enjoy okay. doing it. Yeah, I enjoy doing it after. Um, And even sometimes um, I had a, uh, a girl I was having sex with. She would scratch my back, but she would scratch it <laughs> to the point where like it would kind of break skin. So when I would take a shower and, you know, when you have a cut and you hit and the shower hits you, you feel like that burning sensation. I would masturbate with that burning sensation on my back. So it w- I would really relive the moment of her scratching my back. You're feeling the pain again in your mind with the. Well, you use it all. Yeah, I told you, I, I utilize everything when it comes to sex, every single thing, whatever I can to make this sexual experience like amazing and unique i'm going for it okay drunk sex or high sex drunk sex really yeah uh because of my job i can't really smoke so i haven't really experienced um a lot of high sex but the when i have had high sex i don't I don't really feel like I have the energy. Like I'm too relaxed. I'm too um 
yeah i'm, I'm more just too relaxed i don't have the i don't really have the stamina okay that that's like, fair yeah like sex off tequila i've like i have this history of just like having wild sex like off the kill like i'm i've i'm you see those cartoons and a kid has too much sugar and he's bouncing off the walls. That's Not really bouncing off the walls, but I'm just like, yes. <laughs> Let's go. I mean, one of my it's fond- like Red Bull, it gave you wings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like one of my fondest moments of like having sex like off um off liquor, off tequila. Uh I don't know if it was the liquor or it was her, but I was eating this girl's ass and it tasted like strawberries. It tastes like a strawberry smoothie. That had to be the tequila. <laughs> <laughs> and then right afterwards, I was fucking, but the thing about it is like, you're getting one round of them, but it's an amazing round. That's and fair then, enough. Yeah. And then after that, I am not like, I'm definitely KNO immediately. So do you eat everybody's ass or is it just certain people? Or is it when the mood hits you, when it strikes you? It's more so the mood. Um, it's a mixture between the mood and the person. Okay. So yeah, I'm not, but I will say like, cause I was okay with it. I didn't mind like eating ass, but ever since I had, um, ate that girl's ass that, uh, tasted like a strawberry smoothie, I've been like chasing that sensation. Like, <laughs> what does your ass taste like? <laughs> Let's find out. <laughs> like, what, I'm like, what is this, this name? Cause I'm like, was it a body wash? Did you use flavored lube? Like, or was oh, that you just tripping? Did. I don't know what she did. I don't know if I was tripping, if it was her, but I know I've been chasing that. <laughs> chasing strawberry flavored ass. <laughs> I, I've been chasing strawberry flavored ass for yeah, years. I feel like that's always been my biggest um, hang up there is like the front. I'm a, I'll lick it up, slobber it, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But going to the bag, I just, nobody has, this is where I always like the disclaimer. If someone requested of me, I'm I'm not a person who really says no. I'll try it. If I don't like it, then I'm like, mm. Mm. but if it's that's what you get your rocks off, I'm at least try for you. Yeah. No man has ever asked me to do it. Well, then you ain't got nothing to worry about. <laughs> how, I'm like, you know, we'll keep the streak alive. <laughs> but yeah, I haven't had anybody be like, that's my shit. So get back there, you know. Mm. Do you enjoy it? Oh yeah, I do. Um, but I enjoy pleasing. That's like my thing. I have like this thing. Well, I'm a switch, so I enjoy being a dom and I enjoy being a sub. But the sub part of me, um, I have this thing where I call it like a, a good boy syndrome. So it's like, <laughs> like, oh, you're doing good, or you're making me happy, or you're pleasing me. You're you're so great. You're, like I love compliments. So come on. Yeah, that does it for me. That's what you said. Your ego stroking. You mentioned that earlier. Yeah, it's part of the ego stroke. I like it. In different ways. Yeah. All right. What is one thing you wish women, and this is a generalization, that women could do differently during sex? They think they're so fucking good at that most women are just like, oh, I kill that shit, but they're not. Because I feel um, like it's different hearing this from from men than us yeah. just. Guessing, doing good. Uh, well, it's not that they're doing good. I wish women would stop assuming that they have good pussy. Oh, and the effort towards their sexual interaction. Um, and this is not all, honestly. And and I feel like I haven't even had a lot of experiences with this. But I know there are women that just like, well, I'm giving you the pussy, so you know, 
do what you're supposed to be doing or you're supposed to be pleasing me. And it's like, that's not how it works. It's, it's an equivalent exchange. Now, I understand that a lot, that a good amount of niggas have trash ass dick. So it's just like, it's it it hasn't been, you might not feel like it's been a fair experience to you because he wasn't good at it or he didn't communicate or he wasn't listening or anything like that. But put the effort, put, put your own effort forward. Put your best foot forward and put some effort and then just like laying there and just being like, oh, I'm giving you pussy. Yeah, um, I like where this conversation is going. And if you want to hear the rest of this conversation, then you need to head on over to patreon.com backslash the breakdown uh, to hear the rest of it. It'll probably be like another 15, 20 minutes, guys. So head yeah. on over there now. All right, Orlando, can you tell everyone where they can find you on the internet, on social media, where they can listen to your podcast, anything you want to plug? It's your time. All right. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Dear Orlando Roy. It's like writing a letter, Dear Orlando, R-O-Y-E. Um, the Heart of Self podcast, an amazing podcast with my co-host Tahoe TV is on Instagram and Twitter at Hard or Soft Pod. That's hard or soft pod. You can sign up to our Patreon where we give you bonus content. It's a great time over there. We have a, um, a group chat for our Patreon members. So we are in there just chatting up with them. Um, that's patreon.com backslash hard or soft pod. And for the OnlyFans, where it's adult content, where you're seeing the exclusive, amazing <laughs> videos of me and everyone else, that is OnlyFans.com backslash hard or soft. All right. So I will link all of those on the show notes and on the booniebreakdown.com. Look, you know you want to sign up because I'm going to go ahead and sign up. I want to see the curve. <laughs> um, <laughs> I am sold. I'm telling you, the aura it just comes through the screen. It's um thank you, thank you. I get what Sheikah's saying now. So Sheikah, you were right because I know you're listening. <laughs> so thank you so much for doing this. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. All right, that is it for this week's episode. I want to thank Orlando. Uh, what did he tell me before we started recording? I could call him Big Dick Bad Bitch, okay? was I right or was I right that the big dick energy comes through the whole conversation <laughs> that big dick meter don't never be wrong for me all right and so I know you guys are probably pissed but you can head on over to patreon.com backslash the breakdown to hear the rest of my conversation with Orlando it was so dope super amazing and it'll be totally worth your effort time and coin all right be sure to support our sponsor dame products you can use the code boonie all cap letters to save 10 percent on your purchase um the the products are dope you guys know i would not lead you astray all right and if you enjoyed this episode i encourage you to listen and subscribe to the podcast and apple podcast spotify amazon music stitcher google podcast iHeartRadio, youtube or any app that you listen to your favorites on don't forget to leave a review too you might just hear your five-star review in the next episode follow us on all social media share the episode with those you love those you don't love those you fucking hate i don't make these pretty images for nothing okay have a dope ass week stay healthy safe and sane thank you for listening and remember the ratchet in me always honors the ratcheting you home i stay until next time